0: Welcome to Ride Hard,
1: Love Harder,
0: a podcast for biker couples, non-biker couples, singles and travelers. In this podcast, we will take our listeners on a journey through our travelers across the United States on our motorcycles and a journey through our marriage.
1: Well, laughing a lot, we'll share a lot of great stories as we encourage and inspire you and yours to celebrate life and have fun as you
0: Ride hard.
1: Love harder.
0: Well, welcome to our show today. You have uh me, of course, Eric, and the wife is finally with me, Deborah. So we're Eric and Deborah caldwell and we're just sitting here uh wanting to take you on a ride with us. We want to promote and lift up couples having hobbies, couples enjoying their lives. We're actually a motorcycle couple. So we're just gonna take you on a journey with us. I mean, we finna do an upcoming uh, ride from Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, but right now, you know, I've been coming on for the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think we started out with honeymooning on the road, and then I've just been coming on with some uh, nitbit shows to get men ready and prepared to uh, make our wives feel comfortable and happy on the road. So what we're going to do right now is the wife is here. Miss Deborah, So she's going to be talking about what she's going to talk about, and she's going to give you the title to it, uh, and she's going to be piggybacking actually off of one of my shows. So I think this should be a good show. Are you ready, Deborah?
1: I'm ready, dear. Let's hit it. All right. Women be ready, just as Eric said. Men be ready. He also talked about daytime makes nighttime, flirting and being seductive, and pray for your boy. First of all, ladies, I want you to pray for your husband or your male friend, pray over them. And actually, when I get in bed at night, I lay my hands on my husband. He's normally asleep before I am because he's been working third shift quite a bit lately. So I lay my hands on my husband and I pray over him. Uh, As you know, we're also a ministry. so. It's very important to pray for your husband. A lot of times we get caught up in the day-to-day things, and we forget to do the things that God asks us to do. And then we wonder why our lives are where they are, and they haven't gone anywhere, or things haven't grown. We want this podcast to be growing couples in their marriages and in their relationships. So, ladies, first pray over your husband or your male friend. And I say male friend because I don't believe a man is a boy. And that comes from T.D. Jakes. Uh, He said, if you call a man a boy, they'll act like it. So just a heads up, call him your male friend. Next, flirting and being seductive. What are you doing to build up to this, ladies? You know your husband or your uh, significant others, uh, likes and dislikes. Are you doing something that they need in their lives so that it can be ready and you can build up to this and it can make it more special and you're growing in your relationship. So I leave notes around the house. I also will leave a note on the pillow occasionally, on the mirror. Uh, there's several different things. Put on something that he likes you to wear and just wear it in generally. It doesn't have to be at nighttime. It can be at any time just building up to the seduction and the flirtation, using this as a flirting tool. Uh, So packing for the road, we're gonna be going on a cross country trip here and packing. We have limited space, lingerie doesn't take up much space and other things do not take up much room. You just have to be creative. Nothing at all doesn't take up any room at all. So you just have to really think forward on your trip. And as he talked about uh, and flirting and being seductive, we ride separate bikes, so we'll be on headsets. So there's different things that we can do then, you know, as the day progresses. Or he talked about touching the woman. Well, it doesn't hurt you to touch him either. You know, you get off at the gas station, grab a hold of him wherever he likes. You've got to figure out what, triggers somebody and what makes them tick. And the better that you know your spouse and the more that you know about them, then you know what to do in those areas. It doesn't have to be something that you like. Our spouse should be, our marriage should be about our spouse, God first and then our spouse. So are you putting your spouse above you in the nature, not saying that you don't love yourself and things of that nature, but are you doing things for your husband or your significant other and not thinking about what you're going to get in return for it. Are you doing these things because you know it makes them happy? Uh, so you the five love languages by Gary Chapman is a great book to read and figuring out the love language of somebody. That way, whatever they do most of isn't generally what their love language is. And the love languages are touch, gifts, acts of service, quality time, and affirmation, words of affirmation. So it's a simple test. You can even go on the internet now and take the test. Uh, but the book has some good information in it and they also have it for family. Uh, just giving us some information out there.
0: Okay, well, something that you talked about that that, that as me and I wanna add to that, because I didn't think about that on our show is when Men can easily touch and flirt with women, but we tend to get embarrassed when it flips around. We may be wanting it to happen, but when it's in public, we tend to get a little embarrassed. How do you continually or how do you begin, or however I'm wording it, to make the man feel comfortable in that fashion? Because most men are kind of pushed away. They don't be meaning to. It's just their intuition is uncomfortable.
1: I think getting to know your spouse and understanding what their likes and dislikes are uh, is key to that because some men probably don't mind it as much, but it also depends on the setting. If you're in a nice, elegant place, you want to be sophisticated about it. Uh, If you're in a bar, go ahead and grab them. You know, it depends on the situation.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, r- women, are y'all ready when we go on this here journey with us? Also, by the way, we also have a Facebook group called Love Hard.
1: Ride. It's Ride Hard.
0: Ride Hard.
1: Love Harder.
0: <laughs> Is our Facebook group page. Uh, ride Hard, Love Harder. So please like that because on this journey that we're going to be taking Tuesday, we're going to take off. We're going to leave. uh from where we are in North Carolina, and we actually headed to uh, Sturgis or Black Hills, South Dakota, the same community, its roughly about 1,700 miles one way. Five years ago when we done that, we did 2,300 miles one way because we went across the country. So you know anything about motorcycles, we try to catch state signs, we try to catch states. So we've pretty much done all the lower 48 states. So. This time, we're just going to leave our house in North Carolina and just go straight to Sturgis. Uh, we're actually going to stop in Kansas City, uh, possibly uh, pick up a, a, another friend of ours, uh, and then we'll get up Wednesday morning. We all ride in the Sturgis uh, together, and then we'll just probably hang out fellowship that night or probably go straight to bed, and then we're just going to uh, do what we do. So I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to cut in there and say when you do ride with other people, know who you're riding with. Uh, a few years back, we had another couple with us, and she was fine, but he kind of turned, and we thought we knew the couple. We'd stayed at their house. They'd stayed at our house, and things didn't go any way that we saw happening, and we don't to this day even know why.
0: Well, one of the things that happened is up until that trip, we thought they were married. Yes. <laughs> the whole, I mean, they had been lying to us, the church, and everybody else. And we're not talking about a young couple. We're talking about a, a couple that was actually older than us. We literally thought they was married. And <laughs> she just happened to have been talking. And I think we both said it. Y'all ain't married? I mean, we had no idea that we was promoting what they were doing, which we don't care. But it would have just been, you know, you didn't have to tell us you was married the whole time and you wasn't. So like you say yeah that was a difficult trip a lot of things happened on that trip it, it was and, and, and it was like you say un- unfortunately it was a couple that we loved that we had been fellowshipping with for a couple of years even prior to that we planned the trip out for about two years even before mm-hmm. we left so it wasn't like this this was just a up in blue couple. this was somebody we had done life with with what was up in raleigh with we had done something else with we've done charity rise with We had just done a lot with. So you really got to be smart. And I guess sometimes you can't even be smart about it because you just once again, you don't know uh, how things is going to turn out on the road. And really, the problem was it was nothing that me and you had done and it was nothing that she had done. We just couldn't handle how he was treating her.
1: That was part of it, but and, there was something more to it. Yeah. It was, and it's not our business of what yeah, It wasn't more our was. business,
0: no, but that's what really kind of boiled it over for us because we just, we, we neither one of us. I know I couldn't personally just handle that. And I think that kind of just added to my feeling fire with some other things. But, but, you know, that's what you learn. And like I say, when we take off, you got something else to say, baby? So when we take off uh, Tuesday and we leave out early that morning, uh, we got 1,700 miles to go. We're going to split it up. Uh, I think it's right at a little bit over 800 the first day. Uh, then I think it's like 777.95. So you, you're still talking, you know, 12, 14 hours on the road. So that's why we're going to probably be on the road at 4, get through some of the major cities pretty quick. And then just, you know, hopefully eight, nine, eight to 10, we'll be checking into the room and get up the next day and uh, do the same thing. And when you look at those number of miles, so because we've done most of those states that we're going to to get there, it really is a straight shot for us. So that cuts down. So it's like if we want to take a break, maybe we might pick a, a, a which is a, a Harley dealership or we might just take it at a rest area at a truck stop. But this time it'll be a little bit quicker to get there because there's nothing for us to really stop for unless we just want to take a break at that particular uh place or that particular location so that makes it a little bit better uh, I don't mean, I don't need another t-shirt in Tennessee I got a couple of them from Knoxville to Nashville to Memphis you know Oklahoma and all those places I mean we've been to Cowboy or whatever the Oklahoma dealership so many times I forgot we had been there one at a time but when you look at what we're doing we also I think I had talked about this on one of my shows about routes and stops and I said that I it was funny that we came up with just today because in one of those shows I talked about, we'll talk about that when we're together uh, because we, we got a lot of stops. And when you look at these stops, you think we're going to be gone a long time. But a lot of these, I call them power stops. We'll just be breezing through. We only stopping because, like I said, we like to collect state signs. Uh, one of the things I do is I collect poker chips. I try to at least get one poker chip from every state. And then after that I get them from different dealerships and then I like to get a short sleeve long sleeve shirt from that particular dealership in each state so we'll be stopping at Holly Davidson dealerships. so when we leave out of Sturgis I think we'll leave out Monday uh because that's when we check out so we get up Monday early enough just to arrive in North Dakota so we'll be going to Rough Rider uh Holly Davidson in Mandane in Mandane, North Dakota, uh, and that's just going to be a power stop. We're just going to stop there, grab our T-shirt, grab our poker chip, and then we're going to head over to Bear Tooth, Holly Davidson, and Billisling, uh, Montana, and then that's another dealership. We'll stop there, grab a T-shirt, poker chip. We, we don't know. That's probably going to be where we lay it down, but we might can get closer because we're actually going to Yellowstone Park that's actually our next big destination off of uh Sturges. So once we get here we probably ask some questions at the dealership like hey, if we go a little bit farther, uh can we is there other hotels if not somewhere around in that little town we we'll just shut it down.
1: Also, you have to take in consideration the weather. So it depends on if riding good and we're both you know alert and well. We can ride farther. Some days, if it's hot, hot, the heat drains you. Uh, Another good thing is to stay hydrated constantly. And prior to your trip, you have to be hydrated, not just the day of your trip. You have to hydrate your body prior to traveling of this nature doing, you know, 800 mile days.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah. We'll be doing that. see I was trying to key in some 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 miles. I thought you was gonna talk a little bit longer, dear. You doing these thirty second power talks? not get some some words out of you. <laughs> so I told y'all this show's about having fun too. So then once we hang out in what's that other part? I know we're doing Yellowstone Park.
1: What's the other one? Teton.
0: Teton Park, and they actually right beside each other. So I only think we know we in one and out the other, and they both in Wyoming. So we'll do that. And then when we leave there, we're going to uh, Idaho. Uh, and the thing about Idaho, I have listed in Marion, Idaho, we'll stop at High Desert, Holly Davidson. But that's because I figure by that time we'd be tired, and that's where we'll shut it down. In. But we're going to be going past other dealerships even prior to that. And if they open, we'll probably just stop there. I'm thinking those dealerships will probably be closed. So I was gonna make it to Marion just so we get up in the morning, we hit their dealership. Uh, but we had—that's one of those when you plan your route, you just once again that'd be just a stop and go dealership, a break, use the restroom, uh, get your poker chip T-shirt, get back on the bike, we gone. So we'll be stopping there only just for that, and that's kind of like key. And then from there, we going all the way up to Seattle, Washington. At one time, I was thinking, okay, maybe go straight across and then go head on straight from there to uh, San Francisco and all that and then go up five and then from Seattle coming down. But then I realized it would probably just be easier for us to just leave Idaho, go straight up to uh, Seattle, Washington. We'd probably hang out, spend a night in Seattle, Washington. These other places, we just pit stop it. We'd probably spend the night in Seattle, Washington, hang out, uh, hopefully get there early enough, late enough, to where we can see some scenery, uh, see some things, enjoy it. Uh, then we'll leave there. And we're going to Mount Rainier Holiday. They don't actually have a Holiday in Seattle. I like buying my t shirts from when it says the actual city, but that's in Seattle. So we good there. Then we'll leave there and we'll go to, Gladstone, Oregon, which is technically Portland, Oregon. For any of you got people that's out that way, uh, we'll be stopping there. I need to quit giving these dealerships uh, promotion. They ain't paying us. Cut us a check to get some marketing up in here, you know. So, but we'll be stopping there, and that once again, that's just gonna be a pit stop. We're just gonna stop there, grab our poker chips, and hopefully we'll be leaving Seattle early enough that morning. And then, and then our main goal is to get down to uh, Oakland, California. And depending on what time we get to Oakland, California, we we'll probably just shut it down there. Uh, because the next day, we want to go across the Golden, Golden Gate Bridge. So it's key for us to hit the Golden Gate Bridge in the daytime. So we can uh, video going across it. I think somewhere near there, there's a hill where you can take a picture of it, like at a distance or something like that. So it's like a little park. So we kind of want to find that little park. Uh, and do that Uh, so you know i'm saying oakland but it might be sacramento or wherever we'll be at just so we can get across golden gate bridge uh then from there that's where we'll be headed back technically from there we kind of headed home Uh, so we'll stop uh in reno nevada uh once again you know even though i've already gotten a a poker chip and t-shirt from las vegas nevada uh, we'll just be stopping there at reno hd once again just to grab a poker chip t-shirt get some water keep on going and then we actually gonna be going to salt lake city utah uh that's gonna be another fun city that's where we'll probably actually uh shut it down at right there uh we'll be and then we're gonna wanna we're gonna we're gonna piggyback off of something that our dc nights did uh is we're gonna go to the bonneville salt flats of course, we probably won't be there longer unless somebody's out there trying to set another world record, and we just happen to be there to witness that, uh, which we hope so. It's kind of like when we went to one of those other cities, and they had the boat race. I mean, we didn't know they was going to have it, but they had it. We was able to sit there and watch the boats. So hopefully, somebody be trying to break because, you know, anything about the Salt Lake Flats, uh, and it's actually a racetrack. I never knew it until I researched it. Most people been calling it Salt Lake Flats, but it's actually a flat racetrack which is called bonneville salt flats hopefully we'll be there and somebody be trying to set the world record or they'll be doing some tests but if not we'll just be there to get a good picture good photo op of the charlotte patch uh from the back and then from there our last actual stop will be in denver colorado uh reason why we're going to colorado because we're trying to collect state signs and the wife once we finish our Northwest, she's going to need Colorado. So that's why I kind of didn't want to go from Seattle all the way straight across trying to get to Denver. I thought, oh, man, that would be a beat-up journey. So so instead of going across and up, I said we'll come down and then just come on home. So we'll just be on 70, just coming on out, coming on home. We'll stop in uh, Denver. Hopefully we'll get there in time enough because I think the wife got some friends or relatives or something like that. That's uh, looking forward to us coming out there. We don't know the exact date, but, uh, but you're going to say something to please say. It. Yeah, just <laughs> dive on in.
1: This is just all news to me of where we're stopping. But because Eric's the truck driver and he knows all these things. So he plans the route and I'm just thankful for that. I can read a map, by the way.
0: Right. You want to add some more to that? Are you done? Okay. I thought we get some conversation out of you there. <laughs> so we'll stop in That's Denver. That's
1: all in the bedroom, baby. Okay,
0: so then we'll stop in Denver, Colorado. with we'll fellowship. And then from there, we just pretty much going to come home. Uh, We'll just key our home address into the GPS and just head to the house. And whichever way the house, uh it brings us, we'll just come that way and we'll uh ride, you know, and then shut it down and ride some more and. Uh, shut it down uh, till we get home. I know last time I was in Denver Colorado I got I, I rolled out to Denver Colorado It was 75 degrees T-shirt down it was just nice. Carolina blue sky it was on a Sunday. I'd actually left Kansas City Missouri. it was on a Sunday uh, gets out to Denver I walked and got something to eat uh, actually the hotel I stayed in. Uh, the 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 end of their parking lot was uh, a Holla-Davidson dealership. I think that town is called Aurora or something like that. So I was able to walk over there to Holly davidson and get my poker chip and T-shirt. So uh, we have to stop there because the wife needs to get uh, Colorado. And then that to finish all of her uh, Midwest, West, uh, Mid-South, South states. Uh, so that's kind of important. Uh, And then for her, she'll just have the Northeast to get to. Uh, So then, like I say, we'll just come on home from Denver. We'll just stroll it on in all those other States we've been to. We've seen, we've either spent the night too. So it's not really important where we stop at that particular point. Uh, I think we'll probably be coming through Memphis. So depending on what time we get to Memphis, we may stop, We may not because Memphis is kind of fun city, depending on where you stay at. Uh, But you know, we, at that particular point, it won't even matter. Uh, we're just going to enjoy it. Just come on home from there. And like I said, a lot of this sounds like a lot, but a lot of this is we just stopping for hit, hit, hit. We got goals where we want to spend the night at, but sometimes we might not make it to those goals. And you know what? That's okay. If you Make m- it fun. Yeah, make it fun. Make it enjoyable. The key is don't overstress, because when you overstress, you start panicking. Like I've already probably said, we are being Yellowstone. I know a whole day, but I've always said if it takes two days, as long as we can find a room, I'm good with that. You know, because sometimes you can make up uh, along your routes and your stops, you can make up for it how you pound the highway. So if you're a true pounder, it doesn't bother you to say, okay, well, tomorrow we're going to have to do 800 miles. That's just the bottom line. You know to just get up in the morning, and just take them 800 miles, put them in your back pocket and roll with them. So then when you think about that, you think, man, that sounds like a lot. That's going to be an expensive trip. Mm. But You want to know what? To a degree, it's not. Because the last time we went out there, I don't know if it was that West Coast trip. I don't know if it was that West Coast trip or the one we did where we went to California with all the t-shirts, I think I bought like 19, 20, you bought like 15 with gas and hotels and food. We still don't spend like $2,800. Yeah. That was actually our most expensive trip. So the expenses were- We, we cool.
1: came home with money.
0: We came mm-hmm. home with money. We did not realize we would, but uh I always think about that, but you gotta have that backup money because you might need a tire, might need a battery. We pray uh, that that doesn't happen to the bikes, but it could happen to the bike. So you want to, you want to always keep that, uh, in mind, uh, on your trip, have enough money for the unexpected because the unexpected will happen.
1: It can happen. Uh, also learning to save for your trips. There's all different ways. Everybody has different spending habits and different ways to, uh, save. I'm a saver. My husband's a saver to a degree. I save cash money. He saves in a savings account. Uh, So there's all different ways to do this. And also to know what your expenses are uh, roughly going to be with gas. It's about $100 a day a person and generally on a bike. Uh, And then also if something happens to the bike where you have to have it shipped home it's between 750 and 950 dollars for FedEx to ship your bike home. Uh, so I've learned that over the years being on the set and uh, going to classes and, and a lot of the, a lot of the things that I've learned are, have been in women rides uh, and they'll have it speakers and things of that nature. So uh, it's just some great experiences to have and this biking that we do, and then also just to know how to do it and to be safe when you do it. Because when you go with somebody that doesn't have the money and they're trying to borrow off of you, I've heard that one, and things of that nature, it can make things uncomfortable. We tend to ride alone and meet up with a friend here or there.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, we needed to make an introduction because a lot of people don't know we're sitting here following instructions from our super producer. Super.
1: Super.
0: so, you want to say hey and introduce yourself?
1: Hey, everybody. My name is Cheryl. We call her Hugs. We call her Hugs,
0: and she's our producer, co writer. Actually, I'm finna give her a new job, keep the wife in check, <laughs> so she'll know what dates we're doing the shows on and topics and all that. But listen, we simply want to say thank you for listening to Ride Hard,
1: Love Harder,
0: a podcast for biker couples where couples live out their journey, building hobbies, celebrating a fun-filled life together.